0: if the term peer review is just abused here, well, obviously it is. It's obviously has been abused as um, to give this more weight. And I wonder how this ca- can come about and in what position people are to make this call and what went wrong here that an article that has an, is an opinion piece somehow gets to pass as peer reviewed. It was just ranting the second question, but it kind of makes me a bit angry. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, and okay.
1: from what it sounds like, the the shitstorm on Twitter was not about them publishing it, but about the content of the publication, right?
0: Well, maybe all of these things, yeah. Uh,
2: no, I, well, I, I think a lot of the shitstorm was how did this get, like, mm, it, there, it's, it's quite self-evident that there are a lot of dinosaur professors in chemistry, in all aspects of science, who have fairly fringe beliefs relative to the central beliefs of society. Um, and that's fine, people are, you know, doing whatever, but this was peer-reviewed, so three other scientists read this and went, oh yeah, yeah, this is brilliant, this needs to be out. Hello, and welcome to Further Research Needed, the place where all those lost lab codes end up. Today, I'm joined with my co-hosts,
1: Jan-Philipp Reising and Hannes Feirer.
2: And today we ask the question, can scientists have an opinion? This could turn out to be quite a meta episode, but I want to introduce it shocker. from... Shocker, they all, they're all meta. Um, I want to introduce a uh, publication which you can sadly, well not sadly, you, you can no longer um, find on the internet um, because there was a huge outrage that it got published in Angerband Chemie, a, a really uh, prestigious chemistry journal, um, where uh, I'm going to categorise him as an old male professor, uh, wrote a perspective or an opinion piece on the state of organic synthesis in uh, 2019. And it caused uproar. Um, in particular, I found this out, found, like, began entering the discussion for me o- on Twitter, where people were copying pieces of the text that he'd written and saying, this has to be banned, how did this pass peer review and these sorts of things. Um, the text itself uh, covers a wide range of different trends that are happening in universities and in organic synthesis. Some of the things about, say, the commercialization of university research and the turning universities into a business we've discussed on this podcast. So not all of the the publication or the opinions in the publication are necessarily wrong, but the ones about the influence of diversity and particularly the diversity of the workforce in organic synthesis, um, which he characterized as universally negative to to the continuation of science um, were were what caused a massive um, Twitter storm and led to Wiley actually retracting the article. And um, the question I have is, how or we need to discuss things. And on this podcast, we discuss stuff in science. We don't, uh, it's not peer reviewed, we can say anything. We try and be relatively balanced here. Um, But it's not a publication. Is we, it won't enter the scientific literature as uh, a peer reviewed article. Um, however, how should we treat these sorts of discussions in the modern world? So, previously, I imagine in the era of sort of gentleman scientists, when there was a c- couple of publications in or Nature and whatever, and you know, one rich gentleman in his lab wrote to another uh, in the daily, in, in the sort of um, Letters page and said, Dear Sir, I find you abhorrent of what you're saying about the S orbital. Come back to me, you know, unless you show a mathematical proof, you will, won't be invited to my soiree. Um, <laughs> and that has died. Those letter pages still exist, but the discussion that goes on within them is now too slow. In my opinion, I'd be interested to see what you two think. Um, but those discussions don't really Uh, capture what is going on and how scientists discuss things and have opinions about things. So for me, it's Twitter. That's where I see a lot of discussion going on about research, but also the way research is conducted. I also know of the Reddit science communities, they are like hotbeds of um, opinion about whether things are good or bad, whether research is done properly and these sorts of things. However, they aren't Recorded, they aren't kept for posterity. So many, many ideas are lost in them. Um, they're not archived in the same way that, that journals are archived. Um, so I wondered what you two thought about where we should go from now. About how do we record and discuss things within science?
1: I think. I think the way it was done here with that specific thing it's kind of weird because you're putting out an opinion piece and you're claiming that it's peer-reviewed. And that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. If you have an opinion, that's your opinion. And per definition, there's no way to actually fact-check that, right? Like you can fact-check the references and whatever, but it's not the point of the thing. So I actually prefer this to prefer discussions on twitter and and wherever else on the internet this is going on to this kind of opinion pieces and if you think back long enough the the sort of let's say back and forth between scientists that we are talking about was just in letter form people just writing like an author a letter going like oh i read your article in whatever and i think you suck ps fight me at 12 o'clock or whatever um and then it was like a back and forth that was kind of productive and twitter is pretty much the closest thing we have to that but just in a bigger form so i think it's extremely useful to have an open discussion where everybody can listen to even if that's if it's not kept for posterity i don't know if that's actually necessary to to advance let's say the endeavor of science
0: I think that's an important point here that you're making, Philip, is that um, opinions are not scientific literature, right? And I guess that's the main flaw in the article Chris was describing, in that it's it's actually not labeled as an opinion piece. It, it's, it reads like one. It's very clear that it's the author's opinion. But it's um, it was um, headed with accepted article and peer-reviewed, which makes it sound like a research article. Of course, it has nothing to do with that. Um, so I think this this already is the biggest flaw. But the, take like apart from this article, I'm a co- quite a big fan of these opinion letters. I'm always quite happy when I find a review that has a strong touch of opinion of the author to it. Like of my specific field, I'm always happy when I find these. On, while on the other hand, I'm not a big fan of Twitter discussions. I feel like they're <laughs> maybe it's the the limitation of characters, and then people do this like what do you call these these threads uh, up to 10 posts whatever they do i find these not very easy to follow and i feel like often they don't have a lot of value to me but at the same time i do notice that people do engage so for some people it clearly has a lot of value
1: i I
0: don't see myself engaged on twitter in in these kind of discussions i don't know
1: but when you say opinion piece like I love a good opinion about a scientific topic. If I read a review and it has a lot of speculation and gut feeling and that kind of stuff in the right sections of the review, it's extremely useful. Like I would like to see more of that kind of like out there forward thinking if it's labeled. But that Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with the article we are talking about today. Like if you have an opinion whether or not um diversity is good in science or bad in science and you don't back that up with like graphs and data that you actually collected then uh, yeah
0: so so chris actually here's my question publication sorry chris you don't want to share the author or the title of the article is that that correct is that
2: people can look it up if they're interested in i am I, i don't think we should give the author um any more time? Any more platforms? Your... Any more platform than is necessary. But the the author of the of the manuscript, if you, you want to look at it, is Thomas Hurdickley. He's a Canadian um, uh, professor of chemistry, and it do, now takes quite a quite a lot of effort to find the article since Wiley retracted the article. They deleted it from their servers. It just has a retraction notice that says this article is retracted. It doesn't say why, so it had, there's no indication that this was retracted because the author's opinions were controversial or anything like this, this. Is
0: absolutely fantastic
2: and and I you can find it you can google it there are some internet archives and systems that have it so if you want to to uh, search for the thomas hadicki um uh, what's it called organic synthesis what's it called organic where synthesis now. where now um and uh, and read it for yourself and see what, whether you, you agree with it or not and please do but uh, it's also I, I think the fact that it has been deleted and removed from the record is another interesting part of this discussion like can you censor opinion which has happened here from Twitter and you, you can imagine all of the kind of freedom of speech arguments about what has happened f- from this. Um, and should you, should Wiley have acquiesced? Um, if there was a mechanism in the journals to have a quick rebuttal system or uh, the ability to publish very quickly people's opinions saying this bit I don't agree with and then other people saying I don't agree, then maybe you could leave it up there as an example of the thinking of the time and then of people rebutting and, you know, because is a discussion that needs to be had in chemistry. It should be done at some point about how we know diversity in chemistry and how we can encourage or um, improve the representation of minorities in in chemical synthesis literature. But just to have one person's opinion put out there and then it to have been peer reviewed and become solidified as part of the, the scientific canon is just, slow and outdated now to the way we have these it's also wrong
0: right it's it's, it's absolutely wrong, wrong yeah. to take someone's opinion label it as science then there's a shit shitstorm response to that and then they say oh apparently it was bad science and retracted like a like a research article just that it's yeah. an opinion then the public didn't like which i mean obviously is reprehensible opinion to have in the first place at least most of what what the guy writes about
1: that right they don't say why they retracted it absolutely absolutely they went and said Mm. after backlash from the public we saw that this is not actual science and to our according to our own guidelines of what we publish, this is actually not included in that canon what we are trying to put out hence we have to retract it then then you know why right at least there's some kind of record explaining themselves but them just pulling it out for no reason, it seems extremely weird. I mean, I know why, but it doesn't seem correct. Equally, like,
2: let's say, so this is a controversial article, and I do agree that it shouldn't have been published in the first place, but another article, maybe solely science-based, where someone um, describes some research that is controversial in scientific case, in, say, you know, postulating the existence of, something that everyone else disagrees with. And then a Twitter storm causes that article to be retracted and deleted from the record. And that was the first instance of the discovery. That was the Nobel Prize winning article on this whatever discovery is. Like, how can that ever work as a thing? Like,
0: I I guess this would have not happened if this would have been about science. I think that's the exact point, that it it was clear that this is some kind of misogynistic opinion and therefore they took it down.
1: But once it's like... Once you yeah. cross that border, right, like where do you stop? I think Chris is right that putting anything that has been officially published, removing that from the record, I get extremely um, mm-hmm. anxious about it because yeah, I guess the point If there oh, the- is this on. precedence, then how can, how can I be sure that my stuff is going to stay on the record? Hmm. No.
2: No, I, I completely agree I think it, it's 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 a two way street and it, it just it, it sort of requires a new form of publication,
1: potentially. So always it's back like to a, that. Sorry,
0: we always come back to that.
1: Oh yeah, sorry.
0: we need a new form of but publication, do you really think
1: you need a new form of I mean you need to change the publication system, but do you really think that Twitter or something similar is not kind of like scratching that that itch. Or if you want to have a longer file format, go for um, Reddit or something. No, I agree. Those, I think,
2: but we're using tools that aren't weren't designed for science. Like I think there's an p- opportunity to design a better tool. Um, a. So you Reddit- want this
0: to stay on the record, Chris? Is that?
2: I think there are two forms. Twitter is great for just casual discussions. You know how pretty. Like, I, I follow quite a lot of chemistry on Twitter, and a lot of it is chemists um, showing pictures of crystals they've grown and just being like, "Look, look at this! Look at these crystals! Aren't they beautiful?" And like, to be fair, that's ninety percent of chemistry.
0: It's entertaining, right? But not
1: true. It's Sorry. like the it's like <laughs> the chemistry version of like cat pictures or something. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but who's a good boy? Who's, who's a good crystal? And, and there is a
1: totally there's a need
2: for that. Um, But equally, I think there should be a space for a a long-form opinion article piece that is published and recorded that other people can write long-form replies to with with citations, with um, things that can also be cited in. So, um, like you were saying, Philip, like you enjoy uh, reviews that have opinions in, but then can you cite an opinion from a review or, you know, could you could you also then cite this new type of publication for when you're talking about opinions some researchers think this some researchers think this site site, you know build it up so that people can can gather and assess the. Um, tr- the spectrum of opinion within a within a in a controversial topic or something like that, um,
1: but like we're not talking about a topic in the sense of scientific topic here right we're talking about like ongoing discussions about. Where things are headed, like not even not even meta science, but like how how a field develops. It's not. Yeah. I don't really necessarily see why we need to to save that for posterity. If you're not like a historian oh. and interested, but well, yeah, for
2: historical reasons, I think it would be interesting. I think um, so. Some some of what I see discussed on Twitter is the way universities are run. Um, you know, casual gripes about um, f- funding pensions and these sorts of things, but it would that's be like interesting to have, science. sorry?
0: So it's more like politics, what you're saying. Mm-hmm. No, no, yes,
2: yeah, but it, it directly impacts how chemistry is done, or how science is done, and so it would be interesting to have an archive of mm. reasoned arguments as to the way funding is allocated to be archived historically, so that people can look back and see how people engaged with research funding over time
0: well technically what you're saying now would go for every i want to say field anything that humans do would go for for law and for education and for just just anything you can think of you might argue we should have a record of anything people say and opinions they have and how they change over time and maybe that's a good point i don't want to disagree per se but i feel like that's not where we wanted to go with this in this episode let me try to get you back on track with two questions that came up for me now. One is, are we scientifying opinion? In this field of meta science that we have, are we trying to, to make things science that aren't science? There are opinions and there are other things. And just because we are scientists and the hammer we are, everything is a nail. So we approach everything with kind of a scientific rigor, even though this just tried the wrong object for that. That's mm-hmm. question one question two sorry (laughs) is talking too fast um and question two is if the term peer review is just abused here to to well obviously it is it's obviously has been abused as um to give this more weight and i wonder how this can come about and in what position people are to make this call and what went wrong here that an article that has an, is an opinion piece somehow gets to pass as peer-reviewed. was just ranting the second question, but it kind of makes me a bit angry. Can yeah, it's very true. Yeah,
1: and okay. from what it sounds like, the, the shitstorm on Twitter was not about them publishing it, but about the content of the publication, right? Well,
0: maybe all of these things, yeah
2: uh no i well i I think a lot of the shitstorm was how did this get like Mm, it's it's quite self-evident that there are a lot of dinosaur professors in chemistry in all aspects of science who have fairly fringe beliefs relative to the central beliefs of society um and that's fine people are you know doing whatever but this was peer reviewed so three other scientists read this and went oh yeah yeah this is brilliant this needs to be out there this adds to
0: they say this is scientifically accurate well that's yeah yeah. scientifically not just signing off thinking
1: like i can peer review something that i don't believe in as long as the data that they are showing is solid and then i need to do my own research and disprove their hypothesis whatever Mm -hmm. but i can't go oh i don't like this hence i'm going to reject this Peer review. I
2: mean, that's maybe not exactly how
1: it works. Like, people, I think people I mean, do do that, in yeah, reality, that might be that the case. Be. But in the ideal sense, that wouldn't happen. I agree.
2: Yeah, but then we also peer review um, reviews of scientific literature. In that case, are you you're peer reviewing them to
1: say this is? I'm
0: not really pro. To be honest, I don't think we should peer review reviews.
1: No, I mean, well, but what you can peer review my... is: a) did they do a an exhaustive overview? Did they include? Did they cherry pick their own whatever friends and their own publications, or did they include like actually have like a proper overview? And then did they do like a proper job citing stuff? Did they actually cite correct things? I mean, I exactly. could write a it's review and from just a say review of methods. 19, 20, 25, 26 and just put I don't know see the 2006 sounds a bit like an editor's
0: job not, not a scientific review job to be honest I don't know Both of these things I mean At that's the first, first I guess I guess is. that's that's a bit of a detail it's maybe not too important right now but yeah but I guess it's uh
1: what was your first question
0: um if if S- meta science is being mm, if we science- well, it's such an opinion is being science- scientified S- is that I guess that's word, a word should... now
1: I mean Science-fi- science fine S- science- S- scientified Sanctified?
0: Like I'm going to go with that. That's Sanctified. That's oh, no, that's another
2: thing. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I agree. That's the, I think that's where the controversy lies, is the fact that once it's peer-reviewed and given a DOI, it's become scientific law or scientific... It's given a halo of scientificness that it doesn't deserve, and that's why people are angry by it.
0: I think this kind of extends to the whole field of meta science in a way which is something that I, I do enjoy. Sometimes I like reading these articles and people, or it, it's a field where there's a lot of opinions. So it's not the hardest science at all, but also people started doing science on this. Like you can find all sorts of I mean, data on, on faculty positions, on graduate, and then graduate, number of graduates on whatever you look at. Like there's, when people plot these and then find correlations and things, and then like take conclusions from the data. Um, but this doesn't, or maybe this is not the right approach to, to such a social phenomenon that, that science is in this case, right? Mm-hmm. We're being natural scientists about a social phenomenon.
1: Can I give you an example and get your check on if you, if you mean something like this as well or not? Because sometimes when I'm just random other places on the internet, I'll find like a, I don't know, a Reddit post about some show that I'm watching and there's like a four page, almost thesis with references and data on some, I don't even know, like some random topic, like is Naruto X, Y, and then there's references to, I don't even know, like just was, a random it Sounds like
0: cultural studies.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's like a, a random person on the internet sitting down and putting the same kind of effort into... You know, like providing references and making a case almost with the same rigor that we use in science or for a scientific article, for some random other topic where you wouldn't usually come across that kind of scientific rigor.
0: I don't. I think this this can be a science, right? One of the softer sciences, like humanities. But it's,
1: it's it's just random. But it's not it's not published. Oh, it's not by a science. Sure. That it's then someone like puts random, like. I mean, I'm assuming it's a guy in the basement of his mom <laughs> to like pull out that. Always, because that's all people
0: on Reddit are <laughs> someone's Everybody. son or daughter <laughs> in the olive Basements.
1: Yeah, all of them in their underwear at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. But you know what I'm trying to get at? It's like, there's definitely in culture in general, there's like a, how did you say it? Scientification? No, something like sure. this of like other stuff. People have opinions and then they use the same kind of argumentative structure to make their point.
2: I agree, and I think as another trope from this podcast, another discussion we could have is on uh, whether the social sciences co-opted the scientific principle and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing,
0: but I am not discussing this with you.
2: <laughs> I think it would be very unfair. I should, I would not be qualified to have that conversation at all in any way. But Are we it, ever yes.
1: qualified for any of this? That is true. Again,
2: feeding back to this meta episode we're having, should mm. we be having discussions at all or opinions at all on this podcast, or should we be doing it in any way?
0: Um, Go on. Sorry, that's okay. No, you're there. That's obviously not the the actual question. Of course, scientists get to have opinions. The question is, how do we present them without scientifying them, without making s- opinions sound like actual research? Mm-hmm. While at the same time, it's also important to back up your opinions with facts, right? If your opinion is not backed up by facts, it's a, it's, uh, I guess we call it a belief. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's a Twitter. It's a Twitter. It's, yeah. it's all that.
1: I mean, you can't kind of have facts on Twitter, it's just a medium. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yes, I think that's a narrow line we walk.
2: <laughs> <The Popeyes. laughs>
0: Gross.
2: Oh, my God. I have to do um, so much
1: editing. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it in. Just, okay. just shame on it. Yeah. Um, but to get to get back on, on track. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's about the, the medium that you use, right? There's different assumptions of validity and rigor depending on the, on the method of broadcasting that you use. We, as, let's say, a meta-science podcast, A, use the podcast medium, which is not peer-reviewed at all, and nobody expects uh, expects the same kind of rigor from us as they would from, like, an actual nature publication, right? And we're also not a hard science podcast, like, I don't know, Science Versus, who actually state how many references they have at the end of each episode that you can then go and look up and check for yourself. We are kind of not doing that anyways and on twitter it's the same nobody like there's no, no. review for twitters but um tweets but maybe apart that would from, be a good thing I'm not apart sure. from twitter itself which kind of self attacks itself oh and, yeah yeah i mean and then causes it tweets to be deleted and all sorts of things to happen so it so. never goes back if you if you yourself monitor yourself that yeah. never in the history of humankind has that ever created any problems
2: I think that's that's a really good um conclusion or at least a good there should be a a series of different ways for discussion to be had um and depending on the on the medium you choose you will have to create your art your argument in a certain way and it will be um assessed by people dependent on the context of, of where it's where it's at I mean that happens already it's just that I think there's a there's a space for um a few more areas for us to have these sorts of discussions in science
1: yeah i agree hannes you look very angry
0: disagreeable or gassy Um,
2: it's difficult to tell
0: (laughs) always gassy um i guess the thing we didn't discuss now is if, if you keep a record of everything people say and their stupid opinions which they often are uh, I guess you do change the way people behave and talk or how they express their opinions. Mm. Yeah. And that's that maybe not necessarily a good thing. You, definitely. Absolutely.
1: Because Twitter is already being backed up everywhere. I'm sure you can go back in like 50 years and just look up what you posted in really? 2020. I'm very certain about this.
0: <laughs> like I can't yeah.
1: pick this up. This is an opinion podcast, but I'm quite sure getting too meta now sorry <laughs> because you can go back on facebook and are, all of that stuff is being that's like the internet archive and well i guess there's a
0: difference if you actually submit it somewhere and then send it in other than opening your phone in the subway and just typing 140 characters i don't know 280 by now right i spent mm-hmm. years with that i don't know uh, but you get my point
2: can i ask a, a silly question do, do, have you ever read a paper where instead of a citation they've written something like uh, uh, productive discussions with and then they have a scientist name um, so i found a few
1: yeah, very few times yeah. and to be older
2: papers where they where they write this i wonder if the next thing will be c twitter 2011. it's <laughs> <Yeah, absolutely. laughs>
0: <laughs> <Time stamp. laughs> yeah, such yeah. a thing we'll have to uh, draw yeah. screenshots
1: Totally. But I think, I mean, usually, like, there was a time, I think, when I was studying where it was, like, really difficult to reference websites and stuff. Like, you were using Wikipedia to get, like, at least an initial citing of whatever topic you are talking about, and then you weren't really allowed, more or less, to kind of put uh, this is this and that, and then just go Wikipedia slash whatever, I don't know, yeah. Electron. Yeah. <laughs> um, But with Twitter, it might be different, right? Because you send out a tweet and you can't change it afterwards, right? Or can you go in and edit tweets that you've already tweeted? Really? You certainly can delete Yeah. Well,
0: you claim it's all backed up somewhere, Philip. So maybe... Yeah, I
1: mean, somewhere on the internet, not by Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess Mm. Twitter has an archive as well. But yeah, then I sort of agree with Chris, to be honest, that if we have... A medium where you want to have that kind of discussion at least you like you need to know if people have edited their stuff in post and then you need to be able to go back and see what they edited right like you can't how are you going to have a discussion where people can just go back and kind of edit their initial
0: is it really stuff? relevant though is it relevant what i said 10 years ago if the, the facts changed, I might have a different opinion. So rather state it again or what I think now. Is, is, that, is that important in any way?
1: Not 10 years ago, but if you're having like a, let's say you're having a, a Twitter fight over the course of a day and you're crafting your argument and making a point that, I don't know, free coffee at universities is leading to coffee addiction and mistreatment of scientists whatever argument you want to make I on think twitter that's
2: true
0: <laughs> it is um,
1: <laughs> and then i make that exact statement and hannes is in a huge fight with me disagreeing for whatever stupid reason because i'm right but um and we go on and on and on all throughout the day and then i could just go back and change my initial statement well i was saying this the whole time hannes i don't know what your problem is so that's very frustrating
2: yeah, also of the... kind of
0: defeats the purpose of actual discussion i mean that's that's also not really i don't think that's an actual issue if people obviously fight for things they actually believe in and they don't go back and change their opinion that's i don't think that's have how it you works. been on the
1: internet lately <laughs> <laughs> because I, people I fight about stuff all the time that they have no interest in and mm. then just to troll people even if they don't want to troll people like there's
0: but so again, now we're, now we're talking about science, right? And I don't know if, this, if regular Reddit habit or YouTube comment section habits apply here in, in the things we talk about.
1: Well, if we're proposing to not do these kind of opinion pieces through a peer review system, but through something else like Twitter or maybe whatever science Twitter, then we need to be cognizant of these kinds of problems, right?
0: Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't want to go as far and say that this is an actual issue that a lot of opinions are published as peer-reviewed. In this specific case, it is. And I know a few more cases where it is. But other than that, it's not. I don't think that's the actual issue. And also, in the past, it wasn't. We had, had letter sections where people published opinions and letters, and they, I mean, there are formats for that. Just recently, it was abused a bit, apparently, in, in a bit of a weird way. But in general, I don't think this is a big problem. But we just don't want to see more of that bullshit. That's kind of one of my points here.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think
0: that's... it's an easy point to make. It's pretty obvious. Now. I'm just repeating Twitter from last summer.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the other point again was that uh, maybe um, we don't have to scientify these things, but we can be comfortable with stating an opinion about science in a non-scientific way because it's just an opinion. It's not. I didn't form it because i collected data maybe i did i'm not confused one of you talk please
2: <laughs> i mean I, I just remember why uh, in our early discussions about why we set up this podcast we wanted to create an informal space where we could discuss things about science but without having to have the full rigor of a um cited you know edited system where that may be st- falls the quickfire exchange of information and you know hopefully we change our own opinions uh, as we go along and people listening also change their opinions or follow the arguments themselves and have their own arguments to make Um, it's just to stimulate debate because in that way new ideas are formed and science advances
1: i think it's also for me that i don't have to be afraid that to say something that i'm wrong about like i'm I'm trusting you guys that if I say something that's outrageously wrong, you're going to call me on it. Like me claiming that Cold Fusion is around the corner and then me having to go in and actually edit that part. This is what we will bring this so, up
2: for the rest of the time. time.
0: <laughs> you censored it, you didn't correct yourself.
1: Uh, yes. Did we actually? I just, I just cut it out. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, having that free space to kind of just spitball and not be scared. That this might have repercussions in the future which i hope mm-hmm. it won't so
2: it depends if we go right off the deep end and cause a twitter storm that causes us to have to take down this podcast then that's what will happen in the world. how would they do i would that? like
0: that actually i we, we, we have a lot, lot of listeners
2: i think yes <laughs> all of our greatest thing
0: you can come up with right now
1: i please, is exactly free please, please don't cancel <laughs> us. Um, Yes,
2: to all of our wonderful fans out there, please don't try and get us cancelled.
0: It would be okay if you did.
2: But yeah, yeah, we would be pleased to have some kind of recognition
1: that we have fans out there in the world. So that would be lovely. Five minutes of the spotlight. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) To change the, the subject slightly, I mean, the reason why there was a Twitter shitstorm is that those opinions were sexist or racist or definitely not up to the modern standard of what we would consider ethical or appropriate but we are all aware that these kinds of um, let's say opinions exist in the scientific sphere sphere just because of like virtue of people staying for a really long time in science right you have professors who are in their 90s and still part of the system in very integral ways making decisions that have consequences 10, 20, 30 years down the line, do you feel like it would be more useful to not give these people an outlet, which is basically what we're doing right now, right? If you're, if you're 90, you're probably not gonna pick up your phone and start a Twitter rant, I'm assuming. Or is it more useful to actually give it an outlet that we can discuss it openly and you know, have it out there, know that it exists and try to find... A proper way to deal with it
0: i'm not sure if i fully understand your question
2: well, Chris. do you have, an, do you have a
0: different response
2: i mean yeah it's i think there's a question i think the bad thing is the weight given to these people but at the same time they are allowed they should have the same rights to voice opinions as anyone else but it's just these people are
0: just just established professors right that have outdated opinions, and but yeah. I'm not sure. Do you now want to? I don't want to use this word, but want to give them less of a lesser platform because their opinions aren't mainstream, according to millennials and Gen Z.
1: Well, I mean, you could just wait it out, right? Eventually, like we were saying, science advances one funeral at a time, and with these kinds of opinions, what I'm hoping is that if you just you know wait it out at some point people of our generation are going to be professors and administrators and whatever are hopefully going to have more progressive views on this kind of stuff and especially we're already moving into that progressive direction. I only hoped
0: Nazis disappeared one through another time for how long now? That never happened. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. So that kind of brings me back to the question can we just assume that these opinions are going to die out eventually? Or do we have to, you know, do we have to talk about it? Do we need to give them a platform to address it or not?
2: So I, I think we should have some form of platform where millennials and Gen Z can equally debate professors, you know, 90 year old professors with whatever, and those opinions can be picked apart and discussed, hopefully in a civilized manner in which case the eventual trend will be towards a more civilized, more equal system. We currently don't have that because of the publication system and the peer review system. Ninety-year-old professors who have lots of friends with the editors, with their mates who are going to peer review their opinion piece, who all agree with them anyway because they all sit in a bar and drink and say it's awful these days um and whatever young about, people, uh, huh? young people blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just as we go on podcasts and say old people uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh we so should there should be a way for everybody. us to meet in the middle and have a discussion and try and
0: um yeah i guess this does happen right there's philip in one of these boards if i'm not mistaken where you do where students and professors kind of no is, it not? is that not a different person whatever these things do exist right to some extent at least
1: i'm wondering if the closest thing to this would be a conference because you yeah. meet people in person and there's social events afterwards in the free but then we do talk it.
0: science we do not talk
1: Metascience. meta science i mean maybe, I been yeah, to a but... ton of conferences but i would assume that that kind of stuff comes up right
0: i feel like the conferences people are very students and professors day apart and students are very careful of what they speak with the professor they don't know very well hmm. because they want to make a good impression they want to want to rather speak science instead of maybe call out someone's beliefs but of course i'm sure that does happen and that's that's good then i guess
1: yeah if yeah, it, it doesn't it, happen that's sad it's kind of a missed opportunity right i mean although no I get why no
2: matter what in some sort of online unless people were anonymized then students are going to try and you know look good in front of another professor's opinion and try and you know yeah. do whatever but that's we're now getting to the, the questions of human interactions and you know power power plays between people with power and without powers
0: as we not is qualified good. to talk about. as always it's also a um, further research needed bingo mm-hmm. we're not qualified to talk about this but we do it anyway
1: maybe that should be a standard disclaimer <laughs> yeah, it's Subtitle.
2: Welcome to the internet. We're not qualified for any of
0: this. (laughs) Are we calling it? I
2: think we're calling it, but I want to do a final poll. So Hannes, would you like a new form, a new medium by which we could discuss in science? Yes or no?
0: I always want new media, absolutely.
2: Wow, okay. Philip, do you want a new form of discussion in science?
1: No, I'm happy with the ones we have. And I think we should force every scientist to be on tiktok yes only dance videos for the discussion in science exactly if you if you have a criticism of the scientific endeavor as a whole you need to put it in a in a flashy dance and make it happen yep
2: okay
1: how about you chris so
2: i'm very sold on the tiktok I think <laughs> it might, it might um, give me some visuals of certain professors and these sorts of things doing things that i don't think i should ever have to experience um, but uh In general, i that's why I brought this topic up. I would like to see a m- quick fire method for opinions to be um brought up and discussed in science with a permanent record, so that people can see how these things were formed and created.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I don't think we need that. But I let you have your opinion.
2: Wait, you just you just agreed. <laughs> you can just just, your format your agree doesn't either. say
0: everything has to stay in record and whatever. Oh. We just had this. Okay, It's not circled back there. I think I'm gonna have the last last segment of this of this episode. Oh. Christopher, how many references did we have in this episode? One. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can look it up on. Oh, well, actually, I think uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, I don't think it's gonna be up. I don't then, think but... we're
0: gonna link it somewhere. If you want to, if you care enough, you will find it. Because we don't want to give this guy more pleasure than, than he already has has had.
1: And it's definitely not because we're too lazy to. The to find it, citations yes. them.
2: <laughs> uh, if people are interested in these sorts of things also uh, Hannah's highlighted it's a, it's a reference within the article, but the article that they reference has the title blocking the hype hypocrisy falsification fakery pathway. Da, 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 da. That was pretty much all hyphenated it's the most like it's the I mean, scientific that's basic, title. That's troll. already a
1: Twitter hashtag to be honest. <laughs> <Hashtag blocking laughs> that I'm definitely
0: also an appalling article yes um, again but but good good read it's a bit of a thank you
2: so if you would like to discuss any of the opinions in this episode you can contact us on
1: our website frn-podcast.com on twitter you can also
0: find us on twitter patreon and facebook under frn podcast unhyphenated
1: or shoot us an email
0: contact at frn-podcast.com see you in two weeks